Super Talk Mississippi media production. His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We have Captain William Whitmire, who's the commanding officer for the Naval Construction Battalion Center in Gulfport. And then coming up in the next segment, we have uh, Todd Trenchard, who's the executive director of the Baco McCarty Foundation. We'll get an update from him. We were talking about the installation commanders group that this roundtable that's been put together where the installation commanders get together. And the bill that you were talking about, that's a terrific bill, though, that would speed up for spouses the licensing requirements. You, you know, it's it's moving along pretty well. Yeah, and, and that'll actually benefit uh, not just the Department of Defense, but the National Guard as well as the Coast Guard. And so should make it easier for spouses to get those licenses. But for Mississippi, it allows those folks to get into the workforce, particularly in areas like nursing and education, where the state needs those uh, those professionals in the workforce. Uh, um, uh, as, are there other examples of bills, for example? Yeah, so there's another one uh, that's in the legislature right now. Uh, that is, uh, it's on compatible development. And so um, whenever the community is doing construction, that's going to be close to a base. And I'll use air bases in a, as an example, because those tend to be the ones that are, have the biggest, biggest oopses if you don't do compatible development. Um, there's some language in the bill that will, that will, um, that will bring the communities and the Department of Defense into a communication, a deliberate communication process uh, that allows the the basis to know what kind of development is going to be happening and have the opportunity to provide input on any development so that hopefully we can avoid uh, conflict. So a good case in point is building a, a skyscraper right next to an airfield um, and there are certain, you know, glide path and, and, and flight restrictions and stuff. And so if that's not coordinated well, you know, you can get to the point where you finished almost finished construction and you find out that the, that the building is right in the middle of the flight path of an aircraft. So that legislation should improve that process and make it a lot easier. Wow, that's 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 awesome. That's, that's really that shows that uh, that this council was needed and in uh, fruits bearing as a result of it. Anything else you want to mention as it relates to the council? Uh, so there's uh, there there's uh, several committees that the council uh, does work in. So education is another big one with the military, but also important to to obviously to the state writ large. Um, and so there's a military interstate compact where states work together on education standards and how credits apply when you move. And and so there there's some legislation that we're that we're working on in partnership with the state uh, board of education and and. Uh, and the uh, the Department of Education uh, that hopefully within the next year or so will make education um, uh, stronger in Mississippi for the military as well as the community. Uh, also, tremendous opportunity between the Department of Defense and the state, particularly the National Guard, to partner and share resources. Uh, so some real big wins. The Air Force is able to do its new basic military training uh, field portion uh, over at Keesler by partnering with uh, Camp Shelby. And so they're running uh, recruits through Camp Shelby, and Shelby's happy to host them. Uh, the Air National Guard base here locally is housing a number of ship sailors that have a pre-deployment quarantine requirement to make sure that the ship is uh, is clean when everybody sails away uh, that's helping Gulfport and the Navy out tremendously. Uh, huge cost savings there. 
Um, and then we've been able to help the guard with some things like um, uh, some coronavirus uh, uh, safety procedures as far as how you run your facilities and make them safer. So that kind of collaboration is happening all across the state, particularly here on the coast. Uh, and it's a, it's a win-win for all. Did you ever in your wildest imagination think you would become a pandemic expert? <laughs> well, I thought, still don't think I'm a pandemic expert, but uh, <laughs> I joked the other day that I think we're all going to walk away with, you know, with uh, at least associate's degrees in public health uh, based off of, you know, I'm sure everybody's spending a lot of time reading up on coronavirus and how to protect yourself. Captain, your team's always been super involved in the community, you know, finding training opportunities to do things in the community. Has the pandemic put a stop to some of that temporarily or what's the status of that? It has. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, you know, part of the the, the restrictions included, um, you know, certainly the, the, the state and the, and the local communities had restrictions on what was allowed to be open and what wasn't. Uh, there have also been um, restrictions uh, var varying degrees for different services on things that our military can do when they go outside the gate. And so um, things like community service and stuff have been on kind of put on hold temporarily until the, the indicators that, you know, the, the, uh, the trends for case and community transmission are going down. And we can establish some procedures to ensure that our folks don't get sick, obviously, if they go out to do stuff. So it's, it's starting back up kind of a soft start, but it took about a three month hiatus and it was unfortunate, but just something we had to do. That's it. That's completely to be expected. The other thing we talked about was the intergovernmental support agreements with, uh, between the base and Harrison County and Gulfport. Have those been able to continue? They have. They've been kind of limping along because, the you know, the, obviously the communities have been laser focused on coronavirus response as well as as the basis. Um, but we've uh, we've got a potential opportunity, we think, with the city of Gulfport uh, to do some to take advantage of some of their in-house capabilities uh, for maintenance of water, uh, water tanks. And, you know, we've got two great big ones that are that are right there on the base. And so uh, some d initial discussions going on with that and then, you know, a few others that I mentioned last time uh, there could be some opportunities it's going to be a little while i think before they're they're ready to you know kind of launch on so let's shift gears and talk about the base if i were to come on the base what's the what's the latest there and if things have begun to open up or just talk talk us through the situation there yeah so uh we were uh we were talking to centurions last week and uh and they were saying, what's going on at the base? What does the base look like? A uh, little bit different between the, the the different bases here on the coast and necessarily so because there are different potential mission impacts with coronavirus. So, um, you know, a lot of the retirees may have noticed that um, the commissary at Keesler is not open all day or all day every day or hasn't been for those patrons wherever at Gulfport it is. Um, and that is because Keesler's got um, different risks associated with, you know, the, the medical center that they have there, which serves my military population, as well as all the retired beneficiaries. They've got more trainees. And so if you go to Keesler, you'll see a little bit different picture. They're kind of similar now, and they're getting more similar as we start to come into a recovery mode. Uh, but the bottom line is the base is open. Things are closed on the base, like our gymnasium, uh, some of the MWR type uh, type uh, functions and services and products that we offer, uh, but business you know business as usual is going on. There's not as many people doing it on the base because we're doing a lot of teleworking and trying to split shifts. 
but we're continuing mission and uh, and looking forward to when the conditions are right to where we can start opening those facilities. Yeah, you, you said it's so interesting. We 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 talk about this, you know, at least two or three times a week that the pandemic speeds up trends that were there before. And technology is one of those trends, whether it be telemedicine or how we communicate or distance learning and whatever. I bet you've noted some big trends uh, in the military and how it might actually change the way you operate in some ways. There's some, some things come top of mind to you? Yeah, the big thing is the, is the social distancing and, uh, and what we've been forced to do. Uh, just to kind of spread people out. So we, we had to get um, very creative and aggressive with telework uh, to the to an extent that we've never done before. My secretary right now is teleworking, and, you know, usually she's the person that's kind of the quarterback in the, in the front office when we have uh, visitors come in. Uh, didn't think that we could do that and that it would be successful, but we had to do it because, um, you know, because – there were, uh, you know, obviously uh, public safety concerns with having a full office, and it's worked pretty well. Now we don't have the foot traffic that you know that we've had before, um, but teleworking in general, um, the 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 data that we're seeing is at least over the short term, we're we're actually in some pl- in some areas seeing increased productivity. Um, I think over the long term, the human factor of folks, you know, being able to physically work together is going to is going to, you know, be important. And if we can't do that soon, uh, we're going to see difference differences in that. Uh, but but the technology has allowed us to do that, that, you know, in a way in ways that we wouldn't have been able to do before. Uh, we've also had to kind of split shifts, you know, so not everybody's in the office at the same time. Uh, before technology enabled that to happen, that that could get very difficult, particularly with getting word out to everybody. Uh, so some silver linings there, I think. I think looking forward, the Department of Defense and industry writ large is going to be taking a harder look at: Do I need all these buildings? Do I need all these desks? Do all of the do do all of the cubicles need to have a dedicated desk for a single person, or can we have people do you know kind of telework Monday through Thursday and and uh, come in on Fridays, and can we rotate desks and stuff? And so that, that discussion's happening in industry. It's certainly happening in the DOD as well. Man, I've, heard, I've read about it, and I've talked to people in just about every industry. And, and you know, this, there's going to be a mix between what is very productive today, teleworking, and some face-to-face stuff as well. Hey, we have less than a minute left. I want to make sure we hit this. You're retiring in August. I am, well, transitioning to a new career. There you go. There you go. We're, we're yeah, gonna, we'll we'll talk to you before game, then. And I'm not a young man anymore. <laughs> but congratulations, man. You've had an incredible career. And we'll talk to you. We'll have a, a really good session with you before you get out so you can reflect a little bit. But um, yeah, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't be happier for you. A great opportunity to shift gears in your life. You'll be living here in coastal Mississippi. We're proud of that. And good luck to you. Thank you very much. It's been great. Yeah. Hey, listen, thank you for spending time. But again, we'll get back. We'll be back to you before August for sure. And uh, until then, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll stay in touch. All right. Thanks, Ricky. It was good seeing you again. Yeah, this has been Captain William Whitmire from uh, the Navy uh, Construction Battalion in Gulfport. So we'll see you after this break. Talk Mississippi Media Production.